0: Hi, this is Kanake and Alina, your personal supporters that are here to help you feel truly special.
1: We are on a mission to help you understand your dynamic nature and appreciate your unique talents.
0: By helping you balance your in and Yang energies within, we can foster healing in our global community, one woman at a time.
1: If you want to explore the opportunity to work with us individually, please shoot us an email at herlifecompass at gmail.com. That is H-E-R-L-I-F-E-C-O-M-P-A-S-S at gmail.com. Hi everyone, welcome back to Unleashing Her Feminine Powers podcast. I'm your host, Alina, and today we're diving into a topic that's at the heart of every successful career journey, networking.
0: Hello, everybody. My name is Kanikey, and I am, as always, very excited to unpack the topic with Alina so that you walk away with some practical tips around how you can make it work for yourself.
1: Today, we're not just talking about any networking. We're delving into the art of strategic communication that can help you land incredible job opportunities and other career milestones.
0: Alina. why do you think networking is so important nowadays?
1: I think networking is not just about who you know, but your ability to connect and your levels of confidence and the way that you communicate with others. It's the subtle art of influence and impact. It's about those essential soft skills, connection, confidence,
0: and communication. If you can think of yourself How do you utilize those soft skills to boost your networking?
1: I think I use those essential soft skills to deepen my ability to connect with other people and be able to build authentic, long-lasting connections. Because networking is not just about a shallow way of meeting new people. It's about authentically and genuinely presenting yourself, communicating your truth, who you are, expressing your interests, your passions, but also being able to see other people, notice those intricate details and nuances about their personality, finding common ground and also strategically making those relationships that can benefit
0: you and the other party. I love the word of strategic in this and if I can share an example or the lesson that I learned through my mentor back in Singapore. I went for an event where I was one of the speakers and I was so excited because I love speaking, as you know, in public. When I was catching up with my mentor, I was telling him, oh, I said this and I said that and the presentation went so well. He asked me the question, how many of them are from the companies that are your clients, the company that I was working at that time? And I said, I have no clue. And he said, that's the problem, Knikki. Because if you're strategic about networking, before you go for the event, you need to look at the participants who are joining that event, figure which one of them are your current clients so that you can connect with them and you can establish those relationships, talking about the common grounds that you're referring to and you can retain them so when the renewal comes in, they know, oh, I spoke to so-and-so and and it's much easier through building those relationships, translating it into business outcomes. And the same way he's like, okay, are there any participants who potentially could be your clients for the company that you're working for? So be prepared target them, have a very constructive conversation about what matters to them rather than just going for the event and meeting random people, having fun. Being strategic, he really helped me to look at it from different angles. Now when I go for networking events, I'm very strategic on who other people are coming, what's in it for me, who do I need to target and speak to, what's in it for them.
1: I love the way that you have organized your thought process and gave us your blueprint for building successful connections and your network. My question for you is how do you actually do that? What are some practical tools that you could share with our listeners that they can do today after they've listened to this podcast? Maybe one action that can help
0: them improve their networking. On the occasions when I am invited as a speaker, I ask the organizers who are the attendees and which companies they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Usually they would share the list with me of the companies or their representatives who are coming for an event. And that gives me a better insight. Okay, who are these people? So if you're working for a company, not yourself, for example, you can speak to some of your salespeople and say, hey, I'm going for the event. These are some of the companies that are going to be represented there. Which one of them do you think I should spend time and talk to? Which one of them we could potentially see business opportunities? Help me out. So that requires a bit of a planning. But most importantly, get the names up front and then plan for it together with some of your colleagues or yourself if you run your own business.
1: I'm curious how this would apply in the context of landing a job interview through a network. Let's say traditionally you would apply to a job, you would talk to a recruiter, then the hiring manager. But now, because we live in such a dynamic world where you could land jobs through a networking event, how would you
0: use this strategy within the context of landing a job interview? I think it's the same approach. Of what matters, is being very clear which company you want to join, which role you want to get. Once you're clear which company you want to go for and you're going for an event where you know they would be there, you need to be prepared to connect to those people and introduce yourself, tell them what is it about the company that you know, that you're very passionate about. You don't have to tell them that, hey, I want to land a job with you, but you can engage and get the attention about matters that are important to the company. Could be something about the latest project that they launched it could be something about the structural changes that they've done it could be anything that's related to the company or the values and you have a conversation about them hey I've read the news and this is what I found and those values that you have they really speak closely to me so you need to link it back to about them but give a different perspective your twist to that your interpretation of that and have an engaging conversation that would hook them and then you could say you know oh by the way and this is who I am and this is what I do and so on and so forth but most importantly don't start off hey i'm looking for a job at your company but start off with something that's meaningful to them to you that will draw the attention
1: i like that approach because in my previous roles as an hr professional i've actually have an interesting story to share and this story entails of how i broke into the tech world without any previous tech knowledge without any technical skills coming from a law firm i've mentioned this in my previous podcasts. I was an HR of one, but I always knew that I wanted to be in tech just because the values and my mission and vision align in how I view people and purpose and people operations in general, that it's not just a set of resources that are human. It's so much more strategic than that. I remember that my strategy of breaking into tech was to utilize and leverage my communication skills and go to networking events in New York City you can go to so many different networking events tomorrow if you're looking for a networking event you can look up Eventbrite or meetup there's so many different ways that you can uh, utilize the internet and find a group of people that are interested in the same topics this is where the power of connection to yourself matters so much as we've mentioned in the previous episode Iman shared that before you pick a career or a job it's so important that you take the time to journal To understand what you want and what you're interested in, because that will help you connect with people authentically. Because you're talking passionately about the things that ignite you. If you go to a networking event, you will be surrounded naturally with people that have similar interests. So in my case, I found a a network for HR and recruiters in Manhattan. During one of the networking events, I met somebody that was working at a tech company at a startup, and they so happened to be hiring for a position. I strategically position myself in a place and the event where the odds of me landing or meeting somebody in similar position were so much higher than me going to a networking event that was for just working professionals. So it's so important that you niche it down and strategically position yourself, expose yourself and put yourself out there and let these people know that you are interested because there's a lot of people that want to help you out. They're looking for new, bright talent.
0: The irony is, companies are always hiring. They're always looking for the bright talents. And yet people are always looking for a job too. And somehow, sometimes they don't match. Mm -hmm. So the companies struggle to find and they would spend month and month to find somebody. And then people on the other side are struggling and they are looking for a job for months and months. It's pretty ironic.
1: The word strategic networking is just being able to, one, connect deeply with yourself, have a sense of clarity of who you are and what you're passionate about and what the next step in your career looks like. Being realistic, given your transferable skills, your hard skills, and then improving your soft skills in utilizing them to build a network of people that can help you get from point A to point B. And I think with that in mind, confidence is also a very important component at networking because confidence is all about being able to express yourself in a way that exudes power in impact and your ability to make an influence
0: the question is how can you prepare so that you feel confident during networking events and win people over
1: that's a very good point and i'm trying to think of a real life example that i could share that has helped me be more confident and i think the key is in preparation like you mentioned for example i can think of the time that when i was interviewing for a role at the startup in manhattan with no tech background. I exuded the energy of confidence, but that's because I was so confident in my own knowledge of my past experiences. And I was prepared enough where I knew exactly who I was talking to. I looked them all up on LinkedIn. I remembered one or two key points about their background bio. Three, I would find a point of connection with them genuinely and authentically whether it would be a similar interest, a similar background in bachelors, or maybe a similar vision or value for the company. Confidence is a trait. It's a personality trait, but I think confidence is a practice. That practice comes with preparation. The more you prepare, the more you treat everything professionally and seriously, your confidence
0: then will grow. Another way that I'm thinking of off it could be connecting with people through people that you both know. So the way I've utilized it personally, when we moved to Canada, I've met a few people, although virtually, but we connected well. And then when I was looking for certain opportunities, I've reached out to those people that I know now. And I said, Hey, I'm looking for this specific job opportunity here. Could you please recommend me? Or can we catch up with so-and-so for coffee together so you can introduce me to that individual? Usually meeting, the recruiters or the hiring managers through somebody that they know and you know well, it increases the chances to be noticed. And at least your application goes forward. Then how the interview goes and how much you would be relevant or suitable for the job it's the secondary option. But getting through that door and being noticed, that's a huge achievement already.
1: As you gain that exposure and the visibility to the right people, then it's up to you to communicate. Maybe sending them a note on LinkedIn, mentioning that you have mutual contact or maybe making that invitation for coffee or lunch or just connecting with them and letting them know that, hey, I'm here, I'm
0: interested and building that connection from then on. One of the ways that people are reaching out to me by LinkedIn now, and that's a good trick. <laughs> They send me a message and they say, hey, Kiniki, I've been listening to your podcast with Alina and it really inspired me to do so-and-so. That specific podcast made me realize so-and-so. So So they really touch base on something that mattered to me. And then they nicely flow into a conversation for an opportunity to get mentored by me or for an opportunity to have a coffee with me to talk about so-and-so. By that time, I feel like, okay, now they're interested in what I'm doing. Let's catch up. Why not? That way, it's
1: not just about what they can gain from you. It's also about a genuine interest in who you are as a person and a common interest in that particular topic. It's kind of doing the homework where you have an automatic interest in chatting with this person.
0: They're speaking to what matters.
1: And as we come to the end of this episode, we have a super exciting announcement to make. The announcement is about a program that we are working with Kaniki on soft skills for more information on this and to stay tuned on any announcements follow our Instagram page her life compass where we share so many insightful knowledge about soft skills from the lens of our HR experience leadership development and our podcast references that's all for today my name is Kaniki and my name is Alina stay tuned